You have undoubtedly heard someone in your life say, find your passion and you will never work a day in your life. You also, if you follow this channel, realize that we are on the cusp, if not already in a recession. So I'm curious, how does that all work together? You got to pay the bills, but you got a passion. Who better to talk to than somebody that started their own company as a passion project and is doing amazing things? The CEO of Hemlane, Dana Dumford. How you doing, Dana? I'm great. Thanks again for having me. Absolutely. So I got to ask you, when, when you first heard this or last heard it, how does it hit you? Because some people, it, it, it just hits different, right? Follow your passion and you'll never work a day in your life. What do you think of that first cut? Yeah. So one, um, I have to say that passion is something that is different for everyone. Mm. And you cannot, it's almost innate in you of like what drives you, what gets you up, what you're excited about. Um, and so that's something that you can't change. The second thing I would say is in hearing that, um, I, I had some pretty good role models in my life to make me realize that was definitely true. And okay. that, that passion that you have this never work a day in your life. If you love what you do, it just doesn't feel like work. And I think, you know, that's probably everyone says, yeah, of, of course, but I can give you, I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples. And then I, I definitely want to talk about my experience too, because when I started Hemlane, many people don't know this, but I didn't pay myself for the first four years. So I had no, wow. <laughs> and, and, and so that, that may also be helpful, um, in it. Um, and <laughs> yeah, that, that that's commitment to the passion right there. No pay for four years. That's that. There you go. Totally. So the first thing I, I will say is um, a, a good example. And I heard this the, from someone, they were a marine biologist and they said, I got out of it and I went into technology because there's no money in marine biology. Ah. And that was really, really, really interesting to me because my mom is an oceanographer and a marine biologist. Okay. And she did it because she loves it. She loves the ocean. There's something about it that, you know, she wakes up every day and it gets her so, so excited. Mm. But my mom is actually incredibly successful. Um, one of the top, if not the top women in science today. And what was really interesting about it was she never followed money. She mm. only followed what she loved doing. Okay. And so I would say that for anyone. And it was interesting because you do hear, and for those of you who have kids on this show, and I have kids as well, you'll hear, uh, you know, parents say, follow your passion. And then the kid says, oh, okay, great. I'm going to be an artist. And they're like, but not that passion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a different passion. A different passion. And I actually don't think that's true. I think if they are an artist mm -hmm. and that's what they love to do, they should follow that. And I had that growing up where my parents never pushed me to say, go into this because it makes more money, you know, become a lawyer or a doctor or anything. It was more right. of just like, what do you like to do and what are you good at? And the money will follow. And so I think that part of passion, um, you will find a way to make money if you're incredibly talented at what you do. And I think the only way to be talented at what you do is also to have some of that passion with it. Um, so I'll stop there because I'd love, um, I mean, you were obviously in sales and and switched over to real estate, um, which is your passion, but uh, to hear a little bit more. 
Yeah, it's funny. So first off, shout out to mom and dad for for you know giving you that that you know role model, mom, especially mom. Um, I don't know when I hear that you know follow your passion. Maybe it's my brain or my translation. I hear burn the boat, right? Just just go all in, mm-hmm. and. You know, as we've been helping people for five or six years, I, I just don't think that's great advice. The burn the boat, burn the boat part. And that's because you already have life expenses. You already have commitments. You've already made life choices. So what what I what I envision for most people is you, you got to keep working because you've already made these financial commitments. You've got car loans, home loans, credit cards, whatever. You got to pay that stuff somehow. Because what I see... With your pat for most people's passion is it takes years, kind of to your point. You didn't get paid for four years. Yep. It takes years to build a foundation that, you know, quote unquote could be monetized or produce income or whatever that vocabulary is for you. And most people don't have a spouse who could let you follow your passion and bring no money home for four years. Most people can't do that. Yeah. So what I what I tell people is, you know, follow it, but do it from five to nine, not nine to five, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. interesting. I think it's about sequencing. Yes. So I think there is, uh, to your point, there are certain, like for example, if you follow your passion really hard on, and you see this with, um, especially when folks are in, like the younger generation who are able to make it in their twenties mm-hmm. and they did it on the side while they were at school or something else. Um, and I think it gets harder. You're right. If you are right now waking up and you have three children mm-hmm. and a mortgage and you're like, Oh, now I want to follow my passion and I haven't, then there is some sort of sequencing that needs to be done. I feel like if the younger you are in the the faster you find that passion, there's less sequencing that needs to be done. Because like, for example, when I started Hemling, I didn't have those expenses. Like I didn't have children and all of this other stuff that goes into saying, hey, you do have to sequence it or you have to be a bit smarter. So I think it really depends on like where you are in your life and your career Um, to your point, because I think it's almost easier to get that passion earlier and mm-hmm. stick with it than it is if you find it in your 30s or 40s later on. Yeah, and I I want to be clear. I just like your like your example. I believe if you are executing on your passion, whether you're young and doing it full time, or you're going to pivot mid career, I really do believe that your passion, if you truly love it, and you're willing to build it for two, three, four, five years, it can, in most cases, become what what feeds you, but, you know, given your life choices to that date, you know, you got to be an adult about it and and realize that it's going to take a few years to, to get there. I, I, I actually never, I don't think there's ever been an easier time to build on your passion and monetize your passion in years to come. It's, it's never been easier. Yeah. One other thing I would say is from the job world, everyone, when you talk about passion, this is actually really interesting. A McKinsey, Um, the head of McKinsey's office in the Bay Area once told me this. He said, your passion is what you're good at. 
and people follow things that they're good at because they like to be good at things. Mm -hmm. Um, and so in other words, you know, your passion may, or you might think you're that you're passionate about art, but it's only because you're really good at it. And people are always complimenting you of, wow, that artwork behind you that you, you know, painted Michael is, is so beautiful. What are your thoughts on that? That like you follow passion because you're good at it versus because you actually enjoy doing it. I certainly think there's some natural selection in that the the positive feedback loop, especially if if you're you know when you're young. But I actually think about my passion. So uh, my passion again, I only can say this kind of looking back was making money because I was so afraid of being poor. I mean, let's just call it what it is. So what did I do? Uh, I went to school, got an econ degree, went back to school, got an MBA. I came out of school, came out of school, got an accounting job. And I talk about killing me, right? I, I hate it inside a cubicle for eight hours, looking at spreadsheets. It, it almost killed me. Uh, but then I found a way to go get in consulting. Consulting led to pre-sales, pre-sales, sales, sales. I did all of that because I wanted the money, right? It was always about how can I go get mon more money so I can, you know, feel more secure, Right. My family, my family has some of the you know comforts of life. I, I, you know, being a sales guy was, um, that's just where the money was, or at least given my skills, I wasn't a programmer. I wasn't an athlete. I wasn't going to be an actor. There was the, my big money opportunity was go get a, a 50, 50 commission job, 50% base, 50% commission, and just outwork everybody. Yeah. That was, that was my passion. Yeah. I, it, that, that is an interesting one. I think that once you have enough money or something like that's why cash flow and one rental at a time is so good because then you're right suddenly those decisions become easier to make when you're not having to worry about how am i going to pay my rent or my mortgage yeah, yeah. yeah and i and the real key in all that is i don't have to worry about how to pay the rent or mortgage for years right mm -hmm. it's not only yeah. the next month thing and there's a lot of freedom in that so when i go back to your question um it's really what lights your fire. And, and maybe it's different for different people. Maybe some of it's, it's, you know, what you're good at. You get complimented on it. You go down that path. For me, my burning desire was not to be broken poor, right? Mm -hmm. and, and not do anything illegal, right? Was going to sell drugs or steal or anything like that. But I was like, well, the only thing I got is hustle and focus and what's going to pay me the most. And, and I'll go figure that out. I'll, I'll go skill up. I mean, I, I was taken for being a consultant to pre-sales, which is not a normal leap for folks um, in, in what I was doing. And in order to do that, I had to practice the pitch a hundred times in a room by myself, mm -hmm. right? These are 45 minute pitches. I did at least a hundred times to get, to get it down. And, and, um, and again, I was an introvert, right? I'm not naturally an extrovert. So it talked about being uncomfortable, but to me, it was like, that's where the money is. And again, one thing I've shared a lot is I hate flying. I hate flying. Like every mile in the air is torture for me. I did almost a million miles because that's where the money was, right? At least for me. So I think everybody has that some kind of fire. And, and yeah, I wasn't naturally, I don't know what I was, I'm not naturally good at anything, maybe numbers, but I just, my, I just outwork. And yeah, that's, that's weird, I guess. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I I do think with the right and the left side brain, what is 
something to think about is uh, if you're a numbers person, right, you're the analytics come to you. So it's almost like this problem solving going through like on the sales side, constantly looking at those numbers, how am I performing against it? So I think there's still some parallels with what you're good at versus what drove you in that direction. Um, and then the rest of it, you're right. You had to learn to be extroverted, to close the deal, um, you know, spin selling, whatever you used uh, from that perspective. Yeah. I think at the, one of the things that I will kind of highlight on passion, kind of to your point there is if it is your passion, you will invest outside of the normal eight to five. And, and that's, that's very clear. And to your point, I, you know, I was willing to work the extra hours. I was willing to go for both company paid education and also on my own, yep. you know, Toastmasters or whatever you want to call it. It, um, there's definitely something in that when you find your thing, you're, you, you go all in, right. And, and becomes a commitment. And I think that's, I really want people, I would love it for people to follow their passions. Cause I just think life is better. Yeah. But there is a sequencing. And I, I think, you know, where you are in life may be a a framework about how fast or how much you could go. But I do think everybody can follow their passion, whether it's making jam or classic cars or whatever it is. And you could do this as a 45 year old. It's just, you got to sequence a little bit. You got to, you got to be willing to put in the extra hours after hours. And, and I think it's worth it. I it's, if you really love something, you will love sharing it. And then you will build your tribe and your community and you will get this reciprocation. It's, it's a lot of funding. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more um, on that. Yeah. Well, we're going to get you in Vegas in the next couple of days. You're coming to this celebratory event. Uh, you're going to come talk about Hemlane and what you're doing there. Um, thank you for coming out. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see and any of the listeners who will be in Vegas uh, this weekend. Very, very much looking forward to meeting you in person. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Safe travel.